to the Self-Content Podcast, where we share our content and the contentness that we feel about our lives. In this episode two of Boundaries, James and I are going to talk a little more deeply about boundaries and how to really set them. So I kind of already introduced you, but like, uh, without further ado, here we have... It's James, everybody. Hope we're all having a wonderful day. Getting into the fall seasons here, so things are quite colorful and beautiful and about to get real rainy where I'm at. (laughs) Mm, Yes, indeed. Good old Vancouver versus now near Toronto. Yes, I'm going to be... Getting drowned out while you get everything frozen. That's uh, ah. you get to suffer what winter for the next six months. That should yeah. be fun. Yeah, I know <laughs> it's love. Love we love minus forty and and uh, and wind chill. It's you know it's so such a blessing versus the minus one in rain. I guess is better. Yeah, it's, they both sound awful to me. Um. <laughs> Anyways, in other news. Um, yeah, so today we're going to talk about setting healthy boundaries and uh, sort of the steps that we take or have discussed on on, on that subject uh, moving forward. So in the last episode, we sort of talked about what boundaries were and, and you know, gave you a few examples. And, and today we're going to actually walk you through it, setting boundaries. So um, setting healthy boundaries starts with knowing what they are and where you lack them. Um, once again, this could be with coworkers, friends, family, etc. Knowing what is right for you is the first step. Um, usually this is determined by how you're feeling when something happens. Um, people crossing boundaries is something that happens often. And um, some of us may struggle setting these. So we discussed that a little bit last time. And uh, now we're going to help you through it. Um, so one of the first things that I like to talk about is if you're presented with an issue, and I'm going to hammer this home again. I hammered it pretty hard the last episode, but no is a complete sentence. And any follow-up questions do not need answering. Everyone has the right to determine what they do and do not want to do or have done to them or be a part of. And this is where boundaries come in. Yes. Beautifully put, no is an answer. Even if it's two letters, one word with a period on the end, most importantly. And that is all. End of episode. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just kidding. Gotcha. No. Cut. No. That's um, it. Um, so, depending on the situation, uh, another helpful tip uh, is to keep things calm. Uh, keep the focus on yourself. So instead of you sayings, so you did this or you need to, phrase the sentence I need. Um, a great example of this is, um, you know, someone approaching you in the parking lot after work uh, that you've already told that, you know, you're not interested in their company or friendship or whatnot. So instead of saying you need to back off, um, say I need space. Mm-hmm. Um, this idea keeps the conversation very you focused and keeps mm. others from feeling put down or like they are the problem, which may be the case. Um, now, regardless of how you handle these boundaries, some folks will get angry. Some folks will get upset. 
some folks are going to get flustered, especially if your boundaries are being set with a long-term friend or family member, uh, someone that you have a relationship with already. Um, I say this because sometimes our friends and family are used to the way they treat us, regardless Mm -hmm. if they know it's upsetting or challenging for us. So when we try to change that dynamic, they feel like something is off. They take it personally. It's going to happen. And we stick to the boundaries we're trying to set, which is incredibly crucial for things to be healthy. You nailed it. I love the structural approach to how to set boundaries and what commonly comes up when trying to set a boundary so you can feel respected, loved, cared for, seen, heard. All of those amazing things that most humans really want to feel and and know in themselves and and with the, the relationship that they have with their significant other, uh, colleague, uh, you know, grandmother, mother, father, etc. These are totally normal human things that, frankly, I think, and rather un or selfishly, unselfishly or selfishly, we deserve. We deserve as humans to to know that we are respected and loved and cared for, and and, and where the line is drawn and where it isn't. So. It's so crucial to set these. If it feels awkward at first, that is so normal um, because it's something some of us have never done before, but it can really save us a a lot of heartache, um, you know, preventing, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the word. What's um, gaslighting? Thank you. Thank you, you, me, really, (laughs) Um, for for this case. So, Keep all of that in mind and uh, lean into setting more boundaries if you haven't yet or feel called to with others. And and I think on that last uh, last note on here is is writing down, you know, your your circle of 10 people in your life or whatever it is and and seeing if there needs to be certain boundaries set to essentially not people please as much as you might like to, um, as we discussed in the previous podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And I I do come at these very logically right i'm very structured very logical and jameson what do you think some of the uh, the emotions that might come up when you're trying to set boundaries and uh how would you navigate mm-hmm. them yes great question and i would say just being uncomfortable in general um stepping into the side of ourselves and and really having you know a backbone or being too stern or too a certain way can provide uncomfortable feelings around us like anxiety or or worry about how it's going to go. Anxiety is very much about the future and what's to come and thinking about it. Uh, So navigating these things is like the first thing I think of is grounding, you know, putting your feet flat flat on the floor and giving your uh, knees a rub and just grounding into your body to prepare yourself for this conversation starting to control a little bit more mindfully your breath you know through your lungs up through your throat and out your mouth and doing that repeatedly and repetitively and what that will have you do is feel more calm about the situation and ease the energy that can come up through your body um 
going into the conversation and even after. And sometimes it takes telling yourself that you're going to be okay. You're safe. You're loved. They're not going to hurt you. And what you're going to do afterwards, if they do respect you having this conversation with them. And what you're going to do after if it doesn't go as you expected. And if you feel run over, disrespected, maliciously or purposely misunderstood, knowing and trusting yourself in this is the most important thing. And also taking care and taking care of yourself through it with one of the exercises, like I said, with grounding yourself and telling yourself that you're going to be okay, most likely. And and, and navigating those emotions coming up by allowing them to come up, acknowledging them, and then working with them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hearing you speak, that makes me, or what comes to mind is, um, um, you know, during those boundary settings and stuff like that, you're talking about these people, you know, respecting what you're saying and who you are as a person. And well, some people, you know, sometimes people won't. And that's when we really need to consider if this person is willing to what am I trying to say here? <clears throat> Excuse me. When someone is trying to push back on these boundaries, we need to reassess that friendship, I think. We need to reassess mm-hmm. that relationship with that person. Yeah. Um, I think people might be worried about setting boundaries with people like a mother-in-law because they know how important that is to their spouse. And if I step up and I say something, it could cause turmoil in my relationship with my spouse. So there might be fallout, if you will. Um, Yeah. And with that being said, communication comes into play, right? Um, There's a book by, I believe his name is Dr. Henry Cloud. It's called Boundaries. And one of the first examples he gives is a young mother trying to get the child ready for school. Um, It's early in the morning. She had to make her husband coffee and get his stuff ready for him. And then she has this costume she needs to complete um, for her child's pageant that day or play, which she didn't get time to work on the night before because the mother-in-law showed up unannounced. And she felt that if the mother-in-law hadn't shown up, she would have had the time to focus on the things that she needed to get ready and done for the following day. But she didn't want to step up and say anything because, one, she didn't want to hurt the feelings of the mother-in-law. Two, she didn't want to tarnish her relationship between the mother-in-law herself and her husband. Mm. And um, to me, and I'm, I'm a very logical thinker, so I don't, I don't jump into a, the emotion part when I, I think of a situation like this. I'm someone that would go straight for, hey, I don't have time to visit right now. You'll have to come back and arrange a different time to show up. Right. It, to me, it's kind of rude, um, unless previously discussed, to just show up out of the blue and expect a three hour visit with tea and crumpets and, <laughs> you know, things like that. Like sometimes it's nice to just drop in. Hey, I was in the area. But even then, to me, dealing with it on the, the front end, send a text. Hey, I know I wasn't supposed to be in the area. I don't know what you're up to. Are you down for a five minute visit? Yeah. Do you have time to hang out? Do you have time? Oh, well, I've got 15 minutes. It gives you a chance to respond with, you know, the boundary for you. Um, so I think that's 
that's something that may come up for people. And um, we just need to be sure-footed in, in the boundaries that we set. Once again, acknowledging that there's an issue is probably the first start or the best start to, to solving a problem. Um, yeah. So yeah. that sort of brings me to like my final little step on setting boundaries. And that is, it is absolutely impossible to set boundaries without setting consequences. And I know that language seems aggressive <laughs> consequences. It's a big, scary word, um, but stay with me. I feel as children, we're all sort of, we all sort of learned that if you speak up about something you saw, bad behavior, bullying, etc., that we were rats. Oh, you're such a rat. I don't know if you ever heard that as a kid, you know, Timmy pulled Shelly's hair and you went and told the teacher, oh, you little snitch. Um, and I think a lot of us learned as children that um, that means you're no good or not, not, not a trustworthy human. Um, and I think this grows and develops into our inability to speak up for ourselves uh, as we don't want to cause trouble, right? So if, if you're thinking of a workplace and there's something, some sort of misconduct going on, we don't want to be the person that causes trouble, right? Oh, just keep your head down, do your job, um, everything will be okay. And it's this sort of thinking that gets you into very uncomfortable and very dangerous situations, potentially. Um, so, you know, setting a boundary and, and setting that consequence holds people accountable for their actions. Um, and sometimes people need to feel those consequences to know you are serious. Um, if not, they'll continue to cross the line you've drawn in the sand in regards to your boundary. Um, and one of the, to me, a very important warning to this rule is only set consequences you are going to follow through on. So from the first podcast and probably earlier in this podcast, um, we need to remember that we teach others how to treat us. So if you set a consequence and there is no follow through, it shows that person that you're not serious about this boundary and the, the behavior will most likely continue and you'll continue to suffer from whatever it may be. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It's like the classic uh, child parent relationship and, you know, a parent setting a consequence if they do something, therefore then they go ahead and they do that thing. And if there's no consequence or follow through from the parent, you're going to keep doing it because there was no consequence and they know they can get away with it. So it just runs right by. So that's absolutely correct. Yeah. So just to, to summarize um, sort of the last 14 minutes here of, of setting healthy, healthy boundaries. Remember that um, no is a complete answer. No complete sentence. Um, try to keep it you focused when you do bring things up because it's nonviolent communication at its best. Um, people will get defensive if they feel blamed for something, regardless if that's what their behavior is. You're trying to get the best possible outcome out of this situation. Um, so use I need, I feel phrases. Um, those will usually go um, safely with what you're trying to to express. Um, keep in mind that friends and family that are long-term may struggle with the boundaries that you're setting. Um, sometimes they won't. Um, 
it has been my personal experience that when you're trying to redirect behavior uh, in regards to a boundary, uh, people struggle with this. It is mm -hmm. something that is going to take time. Um, there's going to be corrective measures taken. Um, and, and all that takes a little bit of time. Um, mm -hmm. And that final step uh, to me is when you set a consequence, first of all, set a consequence, period. End of mm -hmm. conversation, set a consequence because this will hold others accountable, but don't set one that you will not follow through on. Mm -hmm. Because if you, once again, that would be teaching someone that regardless of you speaking up, saying how you feel, them crossing that boundary, you're still not willing to do anything because you're worried to lose your job, worried to lose the friendship, worried to upset a family member. Um, yeah. Sometimes setting boundaries is going to upset people and it is still the healthiest thing for us to do. Yeah. 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 So I, I want to uh, add a piece here that keeps in mind that sometimes setting all these boundaries right when the relationship starts with the said person may not we're not saying that's the route to go is like lay out all the boundaries and and make them all with consequences and, and that whole idea um sometimes we don't know what boundaries need to be set before a relationship happens and we might have them come up as we get to know them and they get to know us and start to kind of poke around our inner psyche to see what's going on for then us to come out and express, Hey, that was stepping over a boundary that I didn't communicate to you prior, but going forward for at least the meantime, I would not like this to be spoken about, talked about, poked on, uh, etc. Um, so just something to keep in mind there as we uh, intuitively trust uh, what's best for us and our, um futures and, and life and, and relationship with ourselves and others um for you know ever yeah it's a very great point um um obviously uh, you know jumping right into the the balls of this conversation the deep down and stuff like that with a uh, someone that's new to your life a new spouse new relationship stuff like that it could be overwhelming um but I think the consensus for that stuff is is as as it comes up. Um, I think it would be fair to assume, but we got to be careful doing that as well. It would be fair to assume that most relationships, there's people have those conversations as they grow. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on, for example, polygamy? I'm going to use polygamy as an example here. And some people are for it. Some people are against it. So, um with 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 things like that those are things that come out prior to i would say or i would hope prior to a relationship beginning um if you find yourself in a relationship then all of a sudden it's oh i'm polygamous by the way um you're lacking on communication skills and you need to go back <laughs> and and figure out where these things came came from and uh how to navigate them and I believe we have uh, a few other podcast episodes based on relationships and communication that uh, that can help you navigate those types of things if they come up. So please feel free to take a take a gander at those, listen to them, and uh, just um, 
communicate, communicate, communicate. Exactly. You have it. We're doing it here and now. And it's always a work in progress. It's never something that is perfect, in my opinion. It's something that can always improve. Um, if you think something's perfect within your relationship with somebody, someone, uh, well, usually, frankly, there's a, a sign there that says actually not perfect, but don't want to admit it. So it's still perfect. <laughs> um, when in fact, there's always learning and growing to do so keep that in mind and um i think or rather know and feel that this is everything that we have about boundaries and hope that you are feeling a little bit more comfortable setting your own and knowing how to do it and what it's all about because uh you know boundaries are great communication is great as well on that note if at all you're struggling in any way or just want to talk to someone about something, there's professionals out there for you. And I urge you to communicate to them about how you're doing in this human world. Thanks for listening. And this was the Self Content Podcast.